What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and... The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy, your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as usual, my rider dies, Mr. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lilly. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Uh, no Dijon today. Boom. So, yeah. All right, moving along. <laughs> man, oh, my God. This day is starting off crazy. Is it because of the time change? The time change is a big factor in it. Yeah, I'm up doing show prep. Um, I, all of a sudden, and then you know, my watch is you know you have it's analog so you have to change it manually sure i forgot that the time change but you know all the digital of the the phone and the the computers that all stuff changes automatically love that yeah, me too thank you alexa me too exactly so uh, i'm looking at my computer and i'm like what in the hell where did that time where does the, where'd the time go <laughs> I, I don't mismanage my time like that and and just when i'm like starting to wonder about the time then i like uh i'm hearing all this like like sirens and stuff and like commotion coming through my front door and stuff this is 911 just paramedics the paramedics yes the paramedics are in my house they're taking my dad away and they're asking me all kinds of questions and all this stuff now this has happened like you know my dad's elderly as you know he'll be 80 in a in a month <clears throat> so this doesn't happen as, as much as it used to but anybody who has an an elderly a person living with them knows that this kind of thing happens. You know, it's it's not out of the ordinary. And it doesn't happen, like I said, it doesn't happen as much as used to happen much more frequently. Uh, but yeah, he, he, I knew he'd been a little under the weather the last, you know, week or so. Right. But I didn't know he was, you know, I just last night he had company and he was in there laughing and talking and everything. And, you know, uh, I don't know. It's weird. My sister actually called. I thought it was he that called because he's called from himself like m- most of the time. You know, it's been him that it's called. And I thought it was him. But no, it was my sister. He was talking to my sister. He's talking to your sister on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then she thought she, she needed to call yeah. the emergency services. But nobody notified you? Yeah. They just come to your house? Well, no, 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 no. They tried to. Oh. But they were calling me all on. You know, people, everybody does everything by the cell phone. Okay. You know, and so my house phone is not ringing. And my cell phone, I'm not looking at my cell phone because I'm on the sh- computer doing show prep. Right. So I'm not really looking at my phone like that at the moment so and then actually by the time they started calling me the paramedics were already here 
So there was that. So I'm already like with them, like answering all the questions that he won't answer. And, and so my phone is just blowing up and I don't even know it. Cause I always have my ringer off. I never have my ringer on just never, just never, because I don't want to be that dude to be someplace where it's not supposed to be on and it accidentally goes off. So, so I you just, never turn it on. I never turn it on. It's okay. Just, <laughs> and I don't get that many phone calls on my phone. Okay. You know, and I just feel like if it's an emergency, you should be calling me. But I guess I need to get out of that because times are changing. Yeah, people don't call home lines. No, people don't. People don't. Even if you have one because they don't have one. They just I don't even call my mom know. when I know she's at home. Because yeah. I know she got her cell phone on there yeah. wherever she at. And see, I'm a little bit more old school because I have to be because of this house and where I live. I don't get great service in the house. Okay. Like, so why am I going to be struggling on my cell phone when I got... A, a landline right here. I understand you know that, I mean? but I, I would use that so, to call out, but I would just, yeah. Yeah, I do. And then people, I would I tell, assume most people call my cell phone. I tell though. people, you know, to, you know, if, if they call me on my cell phone, I tell them to call me back on the, on the house phone or whatever, but right. yeah, generally they call me first on the landline. But you know, I have, I suspect that even though he's feeling under the weather that there's something else at play here, mm-hmm. I think there might be some, some attention type thing going on. Okay. And the reason why I say well, that better than foul play. Well, th- this is the reason why I say this because this almost exact same thing happened just like last night. One of the reasons why he had company is because he's on the phone with, you know, a, like a friend of the family or whatever. And while he's talking to her, he gets disconnected or something. She calls back. She can't reach him or whatever. She starts panicking. So she come over. So she she didn't come over because she's out of state. Oh, okay. But she starts calling people in multiple states, you know, to try to get, reach me, yeah. to try to, you know, whatever. And she calls her ex-husband, who is in this sta- in still in this state, who is also a friend of the family, has him come by. Mm-hmm. So that's who he, she, he had a company last night or whatever. So, you know, we went and checked on him then and, you know, he, he was, he, like I said, he's not feeling great. He's right. under the weather, but he was, you know, fine. Not, you know, not like you need to call the paramedic, para, paramedics. <laughs> it wasn't like, he, you know. Easy for you to say. That time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> usually it is. But anyway, uh, so then, and then, to, and then my niece tells me that they called because her and my sister called because he was talking to my sister and something similar happened where like he, he actually, um, no, I think the yesterday was the phone went dead, but then this time it was like, she said he kind of started stammering or something mm-hmm. and she thought he was having a heart attack, you know? So, uh, I don't know. The paramedics get here, whatever. He didn't appear to be having a heart attack or just had a heart attack or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't that know. That is crazy. On, but Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so there's that, and then uh, then I get the 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 message from Dejan that she's not coming in or my or whatever, and like okay, so uh, yeah. All right, well, <laughs> you know what? So it's it's gotten the day's got cracking, and it's still not over. It's, it's still not, not no. all the bad stuff. Then we we're trying to we're trying we're trying to uh, get in touch with our 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 guests. We're supposed to be having we were supposed to be having uh, Daryl E McCullough from the Full Circle Podcast. He was supposed to be our guest today. And then I'm having all kind of technical difficulties or whatever and couldn't connect with him and couldn't reach him. And so I have to reschedule him. And that sucks because I was really looking forward to having him on the show. I've been on his show like a like many times. And Daryl and you guys know we don't we never do themes here. But today we decided to kind of do a theme since the Oscars were last right. week, you know, the Academy Awards. Yes. And Pip and I love TV and we always talk about TV or whatever. Love and, TV. And then Netflix. So we're going to do an all film and TV show. Yes. And and my buddy, pa- podcaster, Daryl E. McCullough, he is a filmmaker. He's an independent filmmaker. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, 
in addition to being a podcaster and a poet and a writer, he's a, he's a renaissance man. He is definitely, definitely a renaissance man. Cool, cool ass dude, even for a conservative. Oh, that's a servant too. <laughs> but that's my boy. I love him to death. I, I like his Man show. Man, intrigue. He he he's a great guy, intelligent guy, and uh, very talented. I love talking TV and movies with him. So I would look forward to rescheduling. Hopefully, it'll be next week. I, I'm not sure if it'll be next week or when, but I got to get these technical difficulties ironed out, and then we'll have him on. So Daryl McCullough, brother, I am so sorry, so so sorry. Look forward to having you on. Uh, at a later date so <clears throat> all right so it's gonna be some sh- this all that happened so the show must be good you think so you think that you, you one of those people that everything happens for a reason or like no if they, i do not think that you don't think that i okay. do not think you're that. just talking shit no i saying? think i think that i do believe that uh flowers can come out of shit yeah okay. i believe that shit can sometimes be have fertilizer. you ever seen that have you seen that have you seen flowers come out of shit i've seen uh, you've seen flowers come out of fertilizer i've seen, I've seen which uh, is not exactly the same thing as shit although we act like it is it's not exactly <laughs> the same it re- it's really not well i just well there's it's there's a there's a aspect of fertilizer fertilizer shit can be fertilizer it, yeah it, it can be but it's a, a very what, specific I, type I, of shit i'll tell you you what, can't just use any old kind of shit it's you, true. Did you know that Yes, you know what my grandfather used to love. I oh, know I can't believe we're talking about shit now. My <laughs> grandfather loved. My grandfather was from Kentucky, and he loved to farm. And the one, uh-huh. the one true regret I have in life is that my gra- I didn't have enough success in my grandfather's lifetime to buy him a farm for him to retire on, because that's all he really, really wanted. Okay. And so uh, anyway, he his favorite fertilizer was chicken shit. Really? Yes, he okay. loved to get the chi- the shit straight from the chickens hmm. and put it in his garden. Interesting. Well, you you ha- you you can only use shit from animals that are vegetarians. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, if there's meat in, if they eat meat, then the shit's no good. Like our shit, you can't use people shit. That's just gross. to grow stuff. You can't. You got it has to be like horses and cows and mm-hmm. things that just eat grain and hay oh, and sense. stuff like that. That's that why sense. you can use chickens as well. And stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Even though chickens eat worms though, and that's that's a meat. But I guess it's but so the little chickens bit of that are farm raised are probably just eating feed. Yeah, probably, probably. I don't know. I think of a big fat juicy worm cross the chicken's path on the farm. They he might probably, go after that. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He gonna shoot that. <laughs> 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 oh man! So before we get into the show, let me bring you guys up. To the, I got I got some stuff about my daughter to talk about. Like I, you guys know, this show is all about me in my life and me trying to like work through stuff and figure stuff out and than doing it here. So maybe you guys can help me. Maybe, Pip, you got some wisdom, or maybe somebody can write I'm in full of and tell me. You are full of wisdom. Full of something. You're full of shit, too, but you're full <laughs> of wisdom as well. Equally. It's like you're 50-50. That's pre- you're all right. That's all right. <laughs> I have the hardest time. Uh, my daughter is an angel. Damn near. Damn near perfect. Um, she used to have some social issues. She's gotten those pretty much conquered. And she just learned to keep her hands to herself, you know, so she gets great, great grades. You know, she's reading like several grades above, above grade level, like almost high school, if not high school. And she's only nine. But the one thing <laughs> this girl does just does not want to clean her room. She just <laughs> refuse, like she can get I, you know, the first thing I do is take away stuff, you know, start right. taking away TV. And then take first I had first I took okay no TV privilege and I caught her sneaking watching TV anyway so mm-hmm. I took the TV out of her room which I've done before you know then took her pads and then all her other devices that connect to the internet 
took her computer privileges away with the exception of her homework. Mm-hmm. And it will still take her weeks and weeks and weeks to clean her room. Even with the threat of, of what we call consequences. Mm-hmm. Consequences is a cold word that I came up with before Danya was born. And it means spanking. Okay. But because the society that we live in and people are so, you know, crazy about, you know, you want to be able to use that threat to get your kid in line. You sure. know, that's the best. The, the More than spanking is the threat of a spanking. Okay. You know, is, is what is, is great about it. You know, you don't have to actually do it as much as you, you know, if, if she got it as much as she got threatened with it, she'd stay black and blue. Sure. But she, she gets, th- you know, the threats. But unfortunately, in order for the threat to be, to, to carry weight, you do have to carry it out from time to time. All right. So I, I, I am like, I, I don't, I don't spank often, but I do spank her and I do spank her as like a last resort after she's been talked to and given multiple warnings or whatever, nothing else seems to be working. I, w- I will do it. She hasn't had a whole lot of them, but she, she, she does get them. We do believe in them, uh, done the right way. You know what I mean? Not going overboard or, you know, not abusive or whatever, but I know a lot, there's a lot of people out there and we've even talked about it on this show that they think any type of corporal punishment is abuse, you know, and well, that, you know, we're not going to go that route. I, I, I feel what you're saying. I'm just, li- I'm just listening. I'm just listening without, yeah, you without have, you judgment. You haven't said anything, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just listening without judgment. <laughs> That's not, no, because like I, I get you, but I, because I, I'm, I'm trying to, here's, I had a messy room growing up. I was a lot like her. I got good grades in school and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I just didn't want to clean my room. Yeah. And nothing my mother did would make me clean my room. I was unmotivated to do it, and I didn't care about it. I didn't see why it was important. Yeah. Um, and I just, it's just the way it was. It's really funny because now my room is a mess, and it drives me batty. <laughs> and I can't ever get it good enough now to where it's clean enough ever. Uh, but when I was – I my, my room was like Theo's from the Cosby show. Okay. Like you yeah, could usually, walk in and yeah. like you'd be like, "Is are you in here?" And then like I would raise up and then right. from a, a pile of clothes that was on my bed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's usually a a boy trait. Yeah. But she inherited that from her mother. Her mother. I'm I'm, I'm I was uh I was not a, a neat freak as a kid, or even now, even though my wife thinks that I am. But that's I would submit to her that that's comparatively speaking. Right. I'm a neat freak. <laughs> sure. In reality, I'm not. Uh, I am neater than uh, most women I've I've been involved with, but uh, yeah, my wife is a little bit on the on the untidy side. And but with Danya, she Danya's like is she inherited, a, is she a clutterer? What is she a clutterer or like a you know what I mean? Because that's what Danya that's my thing. I'm a clutterer. I don't I don't put I don't hang up clothes. I have papers everywhere. She's all all of that. She's a clutterer. She's a but like I never had like like an old apple core in my room or nothing she, like no because she's not allowed to have food up there okay but if she was she that would be up there <laughs> i have no doubt that if she could eat in her room that would but no she's not allowed to to breach the stairs with food okay so it's like i was like i never was like necessarily dirty and i i even like would clean my windows and dust i just didn't pick stuff up yeah yeah so and put them away and then my thing is and she'll it just it, i'm just so it's so exhausting to like go through this and it's like and then her being on punishment puts a cramp in everybody's style. It puts, you know, it's like it, it, it eats into her, the time I have with her, our alone time, our Plus hangout time. Plus you're playing time. policeman instead of daddy. Yeah, and right. And then we can't hang out. We can't go, we can't go to the movies. We can't watch movies. Mm-hmm. We can't, you know, uh, she can't do anything because she's on punishment. Right. And so, and then it, and she drags it out for weeks. So it actually, like I said, it ends up affecting the whole family. 
because of it. And it's just so tiring to go through this constantly every time she needs to clean her room. And then the the way I finally, um, like I said, there's been times when I've, I've, I've given her consequences and, and that's worked. And then there's been times when I give, gave her consequences and it didn't work. Um, but this just recently last night I got fed up and I told her, you know what? And I, I was really, really glad that she didn't make me because I, 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 if I say something, I'm going to go through with it because I'm never going to, I don't want to be that parent that she doesn't take me seriously because right. all I do is threat. Idle threats. Yeah. Right. So if I say something, I'll back it. That's why I try not to go there unless I've really thought about it and I'm really prepared to back it up because I have to back it up. That's the nuclear button. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. And, but I was, this has been going on for like so many weeks now. And, you know, my wife tells me she just came in and checked in on her. And I had, a, I had just sat her down that morning, yesterday morning, like, Danya. You know, and I tell her, like, look, you got to do this. And then you get your room clean, then we can have fun. We can play this game. We can do that. We can do whatever. You know, okay, Daddy, okay. And then nothing. You why, know? Don't, why don't you try doing incremental things with her, with her room? Like skills, like to get the room clean. Like one one cup. Three days, one week, whatever is like. It's all about like your clothes have to be picked up. Your clothes have to be picked up. Like, and you conquer that, and it's like, all right. Now the next thing is like, and you and you building towards a reward. And like, all right, now if you if I can get you to get your clothes picked up and put your toys away every night, I I got to see both of those things happen. Okay, now I got to have to see your clothes picked up and your, your your toys picked up and your clothes put away and you know the top top of your dresser. That's a good idea because I think what happens is things it gets so bad that she just gets overwhelmed. Right. And then she doesn't want to do anything because she's overwhelmed. But I've tried the thing where I've tried the preventive measures uh, strategy with her. That doesn't work because she goes from zero to 60 like that. Like, I mean, one minute it's it's nice and clean and I'll be peeping, peeping, peeping in, you know, and like tell, oh, okay, Danya, uh, I might get one or two, you know, uh, uh, okay, Don, you go ahead and, and, and straighten up your room before it gets, uh, you know, gets too bad. And then, like, I'll turn around, like, one day later, and it's just like, just like a bomb went off. <laughs> I mean, that fast. And, I'm, and, and the thing is, during the week, her schedule is so tight. She doesn't have time to really play with anything. She's got a little time in the evening to to wind down and watch a little television and maybe like play on her tablets a little bit while we're watching television or something after dinner and before bed. But because the amount of homework that she has and and because she kind of procrastinates a little bit and how long it takes her to do it, right. she doesn't really have time to to play with all her toys and really tear up her room. Right. So I don't really understand how I, the clothes I get. The clothes is like, okay, she comes home, she takes off her clothes, puts on her PJs and the clothes just lay on the floor. I understand that part. I don't understand where all the toys, how they get all like Saturday, your room was clean. Sunday, your room was clean. How the next weekend when you ain't had time to play with your toys through the week, obviously maybe that's what's taking her so long to do her homework. Maybe she's playing with her toys. Probably. You know? <laughs> so. Probably. But anyway, oh my god! That's what I would try. I would try that incremental little things, and then you, then she has a little, also a little bit of a uh, uh, confidence along the way too. Like, well, look at that! Look, I did, I did conquer right. that. I did conquer that clothes thing, didn't I? Oh yeah, you can't yeah. see the top of my and, dresser. Well, in the meantime, yeah. I'm gonna keep trying to do the preventive thing. But sure, it, of course, in the, in the event that, that that gets by me and it becomes it explodes like it normally does, I think I'll try that because that's the best suggestion I've heard yet. 
you know, to try to do it. And I know, I know it's partly that she's just feeling overwhelmed, but like she's a good kid overall. She just got another report card. Uh, I think she did make the honor roll this time. She's got like three B's and just All right, like, like 900 A's. All right. So good for and, you. And I'm, I'm very proud of her in every other area, but, but that one. Yeah. Thanks, Pip. Yeah. I, yeah. See, he's steps. Yeah. You, you are wise. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. You know why I'm foolish, Pip? What? My own life. <laughs> I'm smart as fuck about everybody else's life. I can tell you how to get your own shit together, but my own life, no. You should be a life coach. One you know what? People that help other people get their shit together and they shit all fucked yeah, up. Well, I'm like a sit- sitcom, like you know, yeah. like as like from like straight st- sitcom uh, storyline. He's a he's an advice columnist, but he just can't get the right advice in his own life. He just can't get it together in his own life. He's a love guru, but he just can't find love. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay, time. Let's go ahead and get into these topics. Let's do it. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. All right, so last week was the Academy Awards. Which one was this one? Do you remember? The 90th. 90th. Academy. The first Academy Awards was held actually in 1929 in the Blossom Ballroom of the Roosevelt Hotel. I knew you'd have some sort of uh, Oscar or Academy Award trivia. I do. All right, cool. Oh, you know what? Wait, back up real quick. Before we get on the Oscars, uh, Rick Ross update. Oh, yeah, you got some info? Yeah. Uh, so apparently he's, you know... Um, after after our last our last what was it last week when it was we last, week, yeah, last week yeah last week because it was breaking okay news. yeah last week he was in and then like in the middle of the week it was reported that he got sent home and he like had a nurse or somebody coming in and checking on checking in on him and all that stuff but by the time Friday came I'm reading that he's out uh, shopping with his daughters and one of his baby mamas and other family or part of his entourage or whatever. And he, Mm -hmm. you know, they had a picture of him. He's looking suave and looking good and looking healthy. So, uh, Mm. whatever it was, he's obviously feeling much better now. So Rick Ross is, uh, look like he's on the men, everybody. Sorry, 50. (laughs) 50 at home crying. (laughs) Sorry, 50. He gonna live. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so now back to the 90th Academy Awards last week. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of black stuff. A lot of lot of black firsts and a lot of black wins and whatever else's and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, a lot of Latino wins too. We did. It was a, a very diverse Oscars, I'd say, or yeah. Academy Awards, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. I would have said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's funny that it, we were just talking about Oscars so white. That was only like three, four years ago, right? I think maybe last year. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was literally last year that Will and Jada boycotted it. Literally last year. Wow. No, that couldn't have been that soon ago, was it? Wow. I, re- I definitely, Oscar's so white. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. So, okay, so we're going to go over a couple of the, uh, the big category wins for okay. you. And, uh, you know. We can just. I saw almost all of these too. Did you? Almost. Okay, yeah, because you get the screeners. Yeah, because you got it like that. Yeah, you know what? I ha- I haven't seen almost any of them, and I have almost no desire to see any of them. That's my actually biggest problem with the Academy Awards. 
Like I, I'm not draw, I'm not interested in any of these movies. That's my biggest the problem with the Academy Awards. If, if you, well, you know, okay, so I do the walking tours in Hollywood, right? And right. So I go to the Dolby Theater as part of my tour where the Academy Awards are held. And one of the features on your way to the staircase up to the Dolby Theaters is you walk past all the best picture winners for every Academy Awards. And you see in like great movies, you're like, oh man, that was a good movie. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. Right. Oh yeah, oh that was a terrific movie. Yeah. Then you start seeing things like, that's the movie they told me was a good movie. <laughs> That's the movie they told me was a good movie, but I never, you know. That's like, like more recent years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, and it's like, don't get, I did not like Titanic. Don't get me wrong, but I, mo- most people did. I feel like that's one of the last times, like a movie, like people actually really liked Quan something. You know, it's like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the movie that people like the that the box office and the critics both come together on. Right. Those never even. There's like nominated. a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Usually in the animated category it does, but in the regular movies, like um, you know, people love Girls Night Out. Yes, it's bits of piss jokes and and stuff like that, but right. it was a decent, decent movie and people liked it. There were other yeah. movies too that were like that were like that had that that good. Uh, I'm trying to think. I just there was one I had in my mind that was like like even like a Wonder Woman, you know. Well, I, one of my criticisms of the Academy Awards is I always felt that they the categories they have so many categories. But then there's other places where they need more categories, and then they have too many categories in other places. You like know what, what I mean? Need, what do they need category like, in? Like, I feel like it's, instead of best picture, I think there should be, like, best comedy. Well, they used to have two best pictures in the original Academy Awards. Okay. And there was, I don't know if it was best, I, it, it, it was something like that. It was like, like. Because they're so different. It's not are. really fair to, to, to compare a comedy versus a sci-fi versus a drama. And you've got 18,000 categories anyway. Why not just have, get rid of some of these technical categories that nobody cares about mm-hmm. and then break the, the best picture up into small instead of, you can have a best picture overall, but then have a best comedy, have a best sci-fi. I mean, well, I guess you have best special effects, so that kind of is kind of sci-fi, but not kinda, you know what I mean. But I know that I feel you. That's actually been a big problem over the years, as far as like the action, genre stuff. Action, go. action movies never get any kind of love at the Oscars, but it's it's a movie, and they have really good action movies, right? But well, they I, usually win for like editing or sound or something like or, yeah. or stunts. Like Baby or Driver something. was up, yeah. For like you know, but they like don't that. they don't really get a chance. But Baby Driver win. wouldn't be nominated for. Best picture, even no. though everybody loved it. Exactly. So, it, yeah, so why not have a category for that where it could be like, you know, can get its own kind of like best picture in its category? Because compared to all the other ones, it was the best. Yeah. But when you compare it to maybe, you know, three billboards. Right. Yeah. Then, it, then it's not the yeah, best. Because you didn't you know? even, can't even really compare those two movies. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, that's what I feel like. They, there's, there's too many uh, apples and oranges going on. You should, you know, have categories for all apples and all oranges. And I feel you. That. I feel you. I think, but like, like the awards need to be longer. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's what you said. I said that they need to cut some. Yeah, or some, not all of us need to be televised. You know what that's I mean? That's true. They could have a technical awards, and then they could have like a right, creative awards or whatever that they do for the, the public. There's the stuff that's the industry stuff that only industry people care right. about, and the public don't care about. We don't need right. to see that. All that you know, all the best you know. Uh, Most people don't even know what editing is. No. Like, yeah, like, they, like, they, like, and they don't like, care. Who's an edit, What? Who's an, and like? You see, these editors are like, like they worked on like the biggest movies that have ever been, and people are like, fast forward. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. And they'll be they'll be bigger than the celebrities that are in the movie. Like as far as like the movies that they worked on, that the, the, we're talking about people that have like twelve Oscars already, and then they get up to make a speech, and we're like, oh, this one again. Oh, who cares? <laughs> exactly. So let's go ahead and start with the big boy. The best picture goes to The Shape of Water by uh, director Guillermo del Toro. I like him. 
I like him too. I don't know if I say this movie was the best picture. And I saw it. And I, I, I like him too. I watched, uh, he, he undertook a, a TV uh, series. The, uh, was it it's called? The um, Troll Hunters? No, no. I don't, I'm not saying that that's not, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I don't know if he had anything to do with that or not. But The, the Strain. Okay. It was FX, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. FX horror, uh, horror, horror uh, series. Uh, like a vamp- Troll Hunters is great. I know you not. not a, I'm a big animated dude, and I love Troll Hunters. Okay. So, uh, and then we got for best actor, we have Gary Oldman, Darkest now, Hour. Darkest Hour, I had the screener for, but I gave it away because I thought I don't care. It's historical <laughs> drama about Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. So like I said, no, no desire to see that. Yeah. Francis McDermott. Now, this is one movie, three billboards outside of Ebbing. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the name Ebbing, of it, Missouri. Right? Ebbing, Missouri. Now that I'm I, that I would plan on watching. Actually, I'll probably watch that next weekend if not this weekend that's a good movie it's actually it's, it's more like a, it comes off more like a play because it's really dramatic it's really theatrical okay and, and, uh, but it's funny it's real dark it's dark dark comedy okay that's what I would say, I would say. and then we got uh, for best director we have Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water I get it. He made a lot of so. artsy choices in the movie. I, he and, and don't get me wrong. I, I I'm a fan. I just I, I didn't see it, but it kind of reminds me of Splash for grown folks. It is Splash. It's a green Splash. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie has so much green in it, like the color green. Like he the, has a green palette, and everything is green, and and it has all. It's it's fantastical and romantic and stuff like. But that's just not my kind of jam. So. Uh-huh. That that was my issue. That's why I'm trying to like be cool about like try. I'm trying to t- to be objective, and I'm like I I can see people enjoying this movie 20 years from now, 30 years from now, uh, in a way that they might not enjoy, uh, like say Itania. But I think Get Out is a movie like that too, and I really wanted Jordan to win that category and Best Picture. Okay, so we got um, let's see, Best Supporting Actor. We have wait, okay, wait. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Yeah, okay, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, three billboards. Sam, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Oh, he was so fantastic. He was so good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. A despicable character. That, that, that's a character I didn't like, but I couldn't get enough of him. Yeah. Sometimes those characters are fun. Uh, for best supporting actress, we got Allison Janney, and uh, for uh, I Tanya, she was great in that movie. The, my own, and I knew she was going to win. It was clear she was the standout. Like, she was going to win, but I kind of wish Laurie Metcalf had won because I thought Laurie Metcalf's performance in... Uh, oh, uh, Laurie Metcalf was in I, Tanya? No, Laurie Metcalf was in uh, uh, Lady Bird. She played the mother in Lady Bird. I just thought her performance oh, was more okay. nuanced because, like, uh, like Elsa Janney's character in I, Tanya, she's, she's, she's Tanya Harding's mother, and she's a straight-up raving bitch. She's just mean. She's mean to everybody. She's, but, her, like, she's electric. You can, every time she comes on screen, you're like, oh, yeah, the, here comes that lady again. And, and, but she... it's it, I don't want to say it's one note, but it is. She's the big loud drum that comes into every scene. Okay. You know? And it's it's a great drum. It's a great drum solo, but it's a big loud drum in every scene. I thought that Laurie Metcalf like had a, well, no, it was nuance. Laurie Metcalf's character was this woman that everybody loved, but she couldn't connect with her daughter, and she and she was so mean to her daughter, but she wasn't didn't try. And I'm like, that's life. That's real. <laughs> that is no. You know, she just she yeah. clearly loved her and cared about her, but she just couldn't express it to right. her. And every time it came out, something came out of her mouth, it was negative towards her. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else around was like, your mother's an angel. Your mother's wonderful. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's real. I've seen that in real life. I just wish she had won. Okay. Uh, best original song, Remember Me. Good, uh, good on That's fine. <laughs> I like the, the Coco was good. Coco was good. But I, I didn't like any of the original songs. I, think, I thought they were all corny as fuck. Best original music score, The Shape of Water again. No, uh, that makes sense. That was actually really good. Best writing, uh, adapted screenplay. Uh, call me by your name. 
Uh, that one movie is troublesome for me. I, I get it. I get why people like it. But again, that was not for me. Romantic. I just, you know, it's about a dude that has an affair with a 17-year-old. I'm like, I, this oh, is creepy, weird. That's in this day and age, too? Really? Wow. Yeah. But it happens, it happens in Europe. So, mm. you know, even though the boy is American and the dude's American. Yeah. But whatevs. Okay, fine. Best cinematographer, uh, Roger Deakins. Deakins. Yeah. Blade Runner, 2049. And, oh, okay. Blade Runner. And uh, best animated feature film, Coco. Coco. <laughs> Coco. He a Mexican. Mexican. Coco. Okay. We got uh, best original screenplay, Get Out, Jordan Peele. And that's the first African-American uh, or first black person win ever. That's amazing to me that it took this long for that. <laughs> I mean, there's so many black writers. But see, you know why, though? I mean, like we said. Like if they had more categories for best picture, or you know, best best picture was if you weren't competing against everything, right? Then I think they would have had one a long, long time ago because there's a lot of really good black comedies and that's true dramas. Well, there's the good dramas and stuff too, but just a, a, I think a lot of them were comedies and a lot of them, you know, com- and comedies just don't ever they really win. They, yeah, they really don't that's win. True. Because, so. you know, if they did, life would have gotten that Academy Award. Because <laughs> 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 it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We don't get any of this stuff. These are some of the categories you won't cut. Yeah. Production design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the stuff that they, they, they could have sound like mix. a... Sound mixing. What the fuck mix. is that? Now, that's, that has to do with... Um, oh, I know what it is, but okay. who cares? Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Those guns sounded real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Foley artists and all that stuff. Right. Those explosions was sounded really real. Um, and, yeah, the the only other one that I wanted to talk about was the... Uh, the Kobe Bryant win for uh, best animation short, and uh, which is also another first uh, black win. True that, and and it's amazing because that is actually also a category. Now that I, that I actually about. saw. You know what? I know I know at least three people this past week told me that they watched the Oscars because Kobe was going to be on. Really? Yes. They never. Wow. They would never. They would never care. But again, this is a thing about like the the artistic elite versus the populists. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they're talking to people like, oh, Kobe's going to be. Oh yeah, I'll watch that. <laughs> I don't care about your little artsy movies, but I like Kobe, and I knew he was going to win, actually. I knew Kobe was going to win. Did you? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, two things. Why? Uh, one, this is L.A. <laughs> 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 There's L.A. people voting on something that they can give to Kobe Bryant. He's going to win it. Uh, and two, he got like uh, like two, like two the best composer and the best animator to do this thing. you know. Right. And so I think that combination is just too much to resist. Hmm. And I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen the cl- clips from it. It's only six it. minutes. Um, no, I just, I, well, I've only seen, I, I saw the animation. I thought it was beautiful. And John Williams is great. I just didn't, I just didn't get to see the whole thing. I just only got to see like something that somebody showed me in a trailer or like a promo clip. Well, I watched it. I wasn't blown away by it. And I don't have, I didn't watch any of the other things. It's, I didn't watch its competition. So I don't know what it was up against, but just looking at it in a, you know, in a vacuum, in a bubble or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it was, you know. Like Oscar, but like I said, I don't have anything to compare. Well, the to. pictures are beautiful, and the music so. is is John Williams. It was it was good. So. I don't I don't think it was bad, but it was six then you minutes. Attach Kobe Bryant to it, and I think and then, that combination. I'm just like, can you, I don't know. It's just kind of weird that you can do anything that's six minutes long and it gets an Academy Award. Well, it's a like, short. I know it is a short, it's but a it's short, like short, you, short. you could tell us you could tell a story in six minutes. You could tell a story in three minutes. You can. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it's just like. Well, I, I, I think it's impressive because I remember 
two years ago maybe Kobe said like oh I'm gonna go into film production mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like you retiring and going into film <laughs> okay Kobe I guess you rich you can do whatever you want to but he his first thing out the box he gets an Oscar right so well that's hey. what, and that's what he was talking about too like on Jimmy Kimmel when he was being interviewed he was like okay how do I take this and use this to propel me forward to the next thing you know how they how do i, I do bet that? he'll be okay <laughs> so, but uh yeah yeah but you know there was a lot of kickback though too because of because of his uh because of his past where he was accused of rape the the, the rape yeah, accusations but that and all also the, came with a lot of people this because it was the me too the me Oscars. too thing right because they were like they didn't want they there were some other people that they were like trying to blast but i don't i don't really understand like do you now first of all comparing him to harvey weinstein is wrong <laughs> and this and this is part of the problem that people who a lot of people w- we're not we're not anti me too but you do things that are problematic mm-hmm. and and then you cause us to speak out against you and it feels like to you and it looks like on the surface that we're against me too because we're speaking no stop doing this shit stop equating kobe bryant and one accusation to harvey weinstein right they're not comparable you know, and because he was accused one time of something years ago, that should prevent him from ever getting. That's that's literally. I re- I read a whole article. This woman that was her her stance. He should not have been nominated. Yeah, I'm over these. That he's like Harvey Weinstein, and how do we kick Harvey Weinstein out and then recognize Kobe Bryant? Oh my God! Like they're the same person. Oh my God! Okay, you know what, women. <laughs> All right, maybe you don't have a rape in your past or rape accusation in your past, but you got something in your past, and some of your heroes have something in their past, too. And if we start combing through every single thing that everybody's ever done, nobody deserves shit. Or accused. Accused. That's a big part of it, too. Yeah, nobody deserves shit. Then Nobody wins because everybody's dirty. Yeah, so... Just saying. Yeah, just saying. I mean, that's... I I just found that, like, oh, my God, that's that's Uh, problematic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just that's just wrong. P.S. Back to Jordan Peele for just one second. Okay. You know I know him. Okay. Obviously, because I know everybody. But <laughs> I really do know him, like from way back. Because Keegan Michael Key, I used to be his understudy in Chicago, and I just know Jordan. We was part of the same community back in Chicago. And when I first met that nigga, he <laughs> he used to pretend like he didn't know me. Oh. Yeah. I thought I didn't like him when I first met him. Cause I thought he yeah. was one of those. You know, there's some black dudes that like being the only black dude. And I thought he was one of those. Really? You know what I mean? Like, there's some like, oh, I'm the black one. And like, you know, because when, you when you're in a world that's predominantly white or white yeah. run, like comedy world, yeah. especially in the 90s, uh, and it's like, oh, well, you're the black guy. Yeah. And I, I, felt like, I, I felt like he enjoyed that position. And I'd come hmm. around and he'd be like, oh, what's your name again? And I'm like, my name is Pip, nigga. You met me four <laughs> times. <laughs> How many fucking Pips you know? You get me confused with another Pip? And I really did not like him. <laughs> then I moved here to L.A., and he was one of the nicest people when I first came. Hey, Pip, you moved out of here, blah, blah, blah. He was so cool. So I am so happy that he won this. Yeah. And I'm happy for that he won it for that script. So what's the Shape of Water's uh, article about the, uh, the, the all the dildos and everything? Oh, 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 this is okay. okay. So in the Shape of Water, the, the, the fish man, the fish humanoid man, has sex with the female woman. Right, the... the, the uh, the man-made, yeah, the, mer- the merman, merman. merman. <laughs> so he's he's actually a fish god of some sort. He's like some sort of god okay. in Brazil. Anyway, he, you can't see genitalia on him, but apparently they they say in the movie that 
they his genitalia retracts and comes out. Yeah. So some <laughs> artist <laughs> on Etsy created what they thought his, his penis look like. would look like. Right. And then made made some and they're selling them for seventy dollars. Wow. Then in the honor of the that's Oscar- kind of that's kind of genius because like he never sh- they never showed anything. So they can't, like, holler copyright infringement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was imaginary. They never right. showed anything. Right. Not to mention the beginning. Well, the, one of the things that you learn, and I'm not spoiling anything about this movie because this happens a lot and it's been mentioned in a lot of articles. The female lead, before she meets the fish man, she masturbates every day, every morning in her bathtub. Okay. So this is a very fitting thing to go yeah. with that movie, a dildo. Wow. So, and after the movie won, they sold out. Wow. <laughs> now she's back-ordered. The person's back-ordered making these dildos. Is it a woman that made these? I think it is a woman that made these dildos. That's really brilliant. Wow. I'm not mad at her. No. Come on, get your money, girl. No, I saw it. Wow. I don't, yeah. that would not be going in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up after this. I haven't seen it. I'm it, curious now, though. Oh, my God. So they got Shape of Water dildos. And, mm. and, wow. That's, <laughs> that's uh, interesting. Maybe they'll come out with other, like, Oscar, like, merchandising things, like like Get Out tea sets <laughs> Ladybird car door lockers. <laughs> get your Get Out tea set Well, um, let's get on TV now. Netflix has a lot of stuff coming out uh, this year, and I have a list here of all of their original programming and and stuff for like that's coming out in second season seasons and whatnot. We're gonna just go through it real quick, and I've seen a lot of this stuff, and a lot of it I haven't seen either. Um, the end of the fucking world season one was released on January fifth. I have not seen that. I've seen the first couple of episodes, baby, first four. What do you think of it? It's it's okay. It's cut. It's creepy, weird, ki- weird kids. Um and they're they're I like the kids but I'm kind of interested to see the more of their journey. Well, I'm planning on watching it. The the uh, description of it is a budding teen psychopath and a rebel hungry for adventure embarks on a star-crossed road trip in this darkly comic ser- uh, series based on a graphic novel. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He wants to kill her. She's crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> she'll just do anything. Have you checked out the the Kathy Bates vehicle disjointed? I don't like it. I, I don't like it either. I watched it I too. Like, I, I can't I believe like that it. they gave it the second season or part two or whatever they did. I yeah. can't believe it because I just thought it was terrible. Yeah. I didn't laugh once. I, didn't, I don't know if I thought it was terrible, but it definitely did not grab me. It was it's not a comedy. Into me. I didn't laugh once. Yeah, I didn't laugh either. But you know what, though? I and like I was high. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I watch comedies that don't keep me in stitches just because I think, first, first of all, uh, just like the Oscars with television, we don't have a lot of categories for things okay. and a lot of times things fall under comedy that's not really always comedy but it's a half an hour and it's not a drama so it by it's comedy by default a sitcom you well, know what I, I mean i don't always need a laugh out loud moment there's different kinds of laughs i didn't have any yeah i'm just i'm just saying i wouldn't even use there's stuff that i watch sometimes that it's not really it's just you know i wouldn't even and i and i thought i honestly if i'm really being honest i thought it was below kathy bates i watching her character i'm kind of like you better than this have you ever seen her do comedy before? Uh, yeah, I saw the like the Fried Green Tomatoes or something. Or? Yeah, well, I saw her in that Adam Sandler movie where she's his mom. The what? The football movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, the Water Boy. Water Boy, and I Bobby thought she. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> 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 oh, she's good in that. Okay. 
uh, the next on the list is my my next oh my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. This is uh, his new talk show right for uh, Netflix. I have not checked it out yet. I've seen um, it. There's only six episodes. They've only aired three. Yeah. Then what do you think of it? Uh, I saw the Obama one, mm-hmm. and I only watched it because of Obama. And then I was like, I, it was cool. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never, I never was a huge Letterman fan personally. Right. I, I like David Letterman. I like Stupid Petricks. If you, if, <laughs> but if basically, if you like David Letterman, you would probably like this. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it really is. It's not his old shtick. It really is just a basic conversation just with a, somebody. Yeah, it's just a one-on-one. Yeah. with David Letterman sit yeah. down, talk, whatever. And, it's and pretty it, straightforward. Probably more. Probably it, it would determine the guest whether you like each episode or exactly. not more than anything else. I think so. If you're interested in that get particular guest. Well, I love well, obviously Obama, but let me tell you the problem that I had with it is, and uh, even even in the description how they describe David Letterman as TV legend, which he is, mm-hmm. David Letterman. But then it sort of becomes about not only the guests, but David Letterman being back. Okay. And I'm like, it should be about the guests. That's why you, you watch an interview for the guests. Yeah, Grace and Frankie season four. I'm, I'm not into this at all. I, I stopped season one. Okay. Uh, that comes. That came out January 19th. Uh, one Day at a Time, the, the second season, is uh, come, came out on uh, January 26th. I watched several episodes of the first season, and we've talked about this on the yeah. show before. I wasn't feeling it for two reasons. Um, the, one, the one reason we talked about was the fact that I, it, it, it loses something. Right. The fact that, you know, the, the concept is, is no longer fresh. And it doesn't translate into this this current environment, as far as I'm concerned. To rectify that, they've tried to make it very topic heavy with a lot of social issues and things like that and feminism and all that. And I don't have a problem with the show tackling issues. I have a problem with being preached to when I'm there to be entertained. And if you're preaching to me and I'm not entertained, then I'm done with you. See, the the Ellen show, it 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 they give, uh, I think, a lot of false heat to to the public saying that oh once she came out first of all bitch what you what do you mean came out we knew you was gay uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't come out we already knew okay you, you came out and then the the ratings dropped and the show was canceled no no you came out and then your show sucked the show sucked because it it, it, it was it, all about it, that it, it all it came all about you coming out and it wasn't funny anymore it, it still could have been all about you coming out right but it had it would have had to be funny right it wasn't funny anymore. i used to watch the ellen show no it was way too and late. i and i watched uh, it all the way until it it even I'm after she you. came out and i was excited i'm gay right and i just noticed the difference it was like well well here we go with this again and right. it was just preaching to me right you know and no, it, it was not funny and so then it was canceled so yeah, we talking about the old Ellen sitcom, right? Not the so current Ellen. No, not the current talk show. We're talking about the Ellen sitcom. It was she had a, a, a sitcom entitled Ellen. So that's how I feel about one day at a time. I feel like I'm there to be preached to and uh, not to be entertained. And so therefore, I am not for this. Do you show. feel like the old Norman Lear shows were like that? Do you feel like All in the Family was like that? No. See, that's what I mean. They were able to. That's why I said I'm not against it, and if it can be done, and that's why I got mad at you when you were talking about. Uh, good times was so so or or whack or whatever you said it was. Uh, some t- uh, uh, mediocre or whatever it was. It was not a great show. Oftentimes, it, it maybe wasn't great, but it was good. You got in it in this time, whatever. It was it was good. It was it was a very good show. There was a lot of good family values and things like that, and it did. Uh, it was one of the those shows like Norman Lear was known for for uh, bringing social issues to the forefront, and it did in a way that wasn't trite. Or corny, I'll say this: it was or funny. preachy. 
It was funny. Yes. So yes. I got all, I got all that, and it was entertaining. There you go. And that's not as easy as you know. They can't always, even Blackish. Blackish does it sometimes, where yeah. it it goes from from funny to to it's like okay, you, you preaching to me now. Mm-hmm. Like it's like uh, like I don't I don't mind the lesson. But let's not forget why we're here. Right. <laughs> like we're not here. This is not school. Right. It's or not church. like it's not like okay. The message is most important with a little comedy sprinkled in to make it help you know help the medicine go down. No, we're here. This is television. We're here to be entertained first. And if you want to s- sneak some education, some some wokeness, right, in, on the back end, right, that's fine. Right. But don't forget about the funny. Right. Because that's why we're here first of all. You know, or the entertaining. I, I just yeah. say entertaining. It don't even always have to be funny, just but entertaining. I can't feel like you preaching to me. So, um, Babylon, Berlin. I don't. I don't really know anything about I this. Know, I don't know this either. A Soviet freight train's hijacking leads a uh, haunted cop and a poor typist. <laughs> what a poor typist! <laughs> this must take place in Russia or something to uncover a political conspiracy and. And the vice and glamour of 1929 Berlin. Okay, okay. I take, do like the idea of 1929 Berlin. Berlin. That's kind of like now LA. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I might look at it, but I'm not expecting a lot from that one. Uh, let's see. I'm, okay, Altered Carbon, uh, season one that came out on February 2nd. Now this is something that's right in my wheelhouse, and I expected to really be in love with it. I struggled to get through the first episode, so. I'm going to refrain judgment on it until I can go back and watch it again. Because sometimes when I watch things broken down into so many fragments, I don't feel like I watched it. You yeah. know what I mean? I know Even what you mean. I, yeah. I, I stopped and started so many times. I need to go back and watch it from start to finish, which is annoying because I've seen everything. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. didn't see it all at one time. So I'm watching it again and I already saw, and I didn't. So I get stuck in this conundrum with shows sometimes. And this one I'm stuck on. So you see it came out on February 2nd. I still haven't watched the second episode because I need to go back and watch the first one, which, like I said, I struggled to get through. So the bad news is it didn't grab me right away, which is, is uh, not a good sign for it. But, it, you know, it still has a chance you- to redeem itself. You, I have not heard anybody tell me that that show was a wow for yeah. them. Everybody had I know had a similar experience as you, or is like, I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, generally, if I have to struggle to get through the first episode, it's a bad sign, and the, the show you that's how I um I had the same thing happening with that big show that everyone loved that I wanted to like. Um, I was so excited about that show. Uh, the 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 um. It's like a sh- Showtime or HBO with the, the the Westworld. Westworld. Oh, I like Westworld. I wanted to. I wanted to like Westworld. Oh, the concept grabbed me. Whatever, and mm-hmm. it was, I was so in, so ready for it, and I struggled. I struggled. I like Westworld, but I, I think struggled. I, I just I couldn't. There are I some couldn't. shows, and I thought maybe this about the Alter Carbon that, that that there might be like sometimes you do have to watch a couple episodes. Sometimes the first episode is just like I, we have to give you so much information before we can get into the show. Yeah, and and sometimes that it's just awkward getting into a show but then once you're in it's like oh, oh yeah. this is all right that's what westworld was for me it's like it was like once i was in i was like oh okay i get it and that's the reason why i decided that if i ever do a pilot if i or if i ever write a series or whatever what i'm going to do is i'm going to flip it the first episode is not going to be a traditional feel you in or began. whatever nope it's like, end it. it's going to throw you right into the fucking middle of some bullshit it's just going to be some <laughs> spectacular 
crazy shit going on, and you just gonna have to figure, figure shit out what's out going on. What's going on? And, and I actually like shows like that. I, I think that's more intriguing than you bogging me down with all this minutia and details I like and that. stuff. That I I, I do. I too. like going like like people are like why is she doing? We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We don't we'll know. Find, we got to watch out. and find out. Yeah. So that's 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 the route that I will go because I don't like all that. Yeah. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the reboot. Love it. You love it? Love it. Okay. Like, it, it's better than the it's original. Be, it's better than the original? Really? Better than the original. Wow. And, and they even bring, have a gay dude on that they do over one episode, a gay black dude. Oh, okay. It comes out. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's a great episode. Oh, okay. It's a great episode. It, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, I thought the first one, I'm going to be honest, I, I watched it. Everybody that was gay, gay watched it. It was, like, it was like, you know, when you would like black shows in the 70s and the 90s, if right. it was a gay show, you had to watch it if you was gay. Right. So whether it's good or bad. Uh and I thought the first one around was a little, for my taste, a pink, pink minstrel show. It's like, look at us. We're, we're gay, but we're helpful to straight people. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah, we're acceptable. We're just flamboyant. We don't want to do anything. Just, we just want to be fabulous and make you over. <laughs> and this new show seems more like, okay, yeah, we're gay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can be silly and dumb about some stuff, and we have our little cultural thing. But we actually care about you, and like, here's some things where you going wrong in your life, and we want, and we want, and we want to help you with that. Or, or we don't want to change you; we want to enhance you. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I, I appreciate that. Okay, I might have to check out a couple episodes of that. I was down with it. I think you like. I think you would like the guys that they make over, which I think that's a big part of it too. Okay, everything sucks. Season one released February sixteenth. I like this show. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm down with it. I like it. The Netflix description is two groups of high school misfits, the AV Club and the Drama Club, collide in this quirky coming-of-age short uh, story set in 1996 Oregon. Yeah, I like it. Uh, there, there's a, a, a little black boy who's at the center of, of it. I'd say he's the lead. He's like the only one of uh, one of uh, a handful of black people in Oregon, you know, him and his mom, <laughs> whatever. Right. So I've been to Oregon. That's about right. Uh, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a, a kid show, but not, you know what I'm saying? But adults can get into it, too. You know what I mean? Sure, like, I it's not it's not kiddie, but it's all kids. Like a, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like a YA type. of. But that's OK, because yeah. so Stranger Things has got it's got a kid. Right. Cast. Right. Right. It's so it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of a Stranger Things kind of thing without the supernatural component. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's very well done, um, very well acted, and um, it's it's got a lot of it's got some you know really cute relationship stuff and you know some coming of age of like the I don't want to give away st- stuff away, but it, it, it's it's cute. It's, I'm down it's, with it's it. It's cute and it's it's a good show. This is right up my alley. It's uh it's not for everybody, but I definitely can see like a lot of girls liking that and you know certain people whatever. It's 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 a good show. Seven Seconds, season one, released February 23rd. Another good show. It looks real tense. This show is tense. The Netflix description is, Tensions run high in Jersey City after an African-American teenager is critically injured by a cop. Well, yeah, this is uh, uh, Regina King is the driving force behind this. And Regina King, let me just say, first of all, is so underrated. She's very talented. You think she's underrated? I do think she's underrated. I don't know if she's underrated. I feel like I she's, no. she's rated just right. No, I think I she's think a so. super talent. I think people recognize that. I, I think th- she just hasn't been awarded nah. as much. That's what, what do you think underrated means? I think that people respect her in the industry. I just don't think, I don't, I don't think, I think the awards go to flashy performances and she's not a flashy performer. I think she's a solid performer. I think she's really talented. I think, she, I think, I think she's, she's a lot industry. better than Holly Berry oh, and, absolutely. and Paula Patton. I just don't think she's had the roles that, 
that they've had that got the attention, especially Halle. I, I, she's absolutely 150,000% better than the Halle Berry. Right, and Halle Berry has an Oscar. Uh, well, the, oh, but, there's, <laughs> but, but there's not that many roles that Regina King does that will even be nominated for an Oscar. The only time I can think of Again, that she Again, but she could be, which means she's underrated. Cause no, she, no. She could do no, those roles. No, I'm saying that the roles for a Regina King to play in the movies aren't being written and they're not out there. I just don't, I really don't, I really do truly believe that. I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that. I, I think that there's, I don't, I think that the roles that she does in movies are not the kind of things that people recognize for awards, but she always does a great job no matter what she does. Yeah, because that's what she gets, but I, I don't think that, the, see you, I, to me you sound like a white person thinking, oh, this was not written for, but why should it gotta be written for somebody? No, I don't it's think, like, there's a role I didn't that's say written, that, you put those in my then, mouth. You, people, you said I said that, I didn't say that. No, I said the roles that she plays, that she could play, I don't think that they are writing those kinds of roles for her, and I don't think she's getting those kinds of roles where she can be recognized. Well, now, the next thing I was going to say, which I've been trying to say, is that I thought if there was any role where she could have won an Oscar for, it was for her role in Ray. I thought she should have been nominated for her role in Ray. Okay, but I'm saying it's beyond her talent is beyond what she gets. She's capable of doing more. She but doesn't she works, get it. She works all the time. But she's capable of doing more. She works all the time, though. Okay. She mostly works in television. You're not going to yeah. win like an Oscar for television. And she's no. been nominated for multiple television acting awards and won. I, she I, won for that. I feel she's underrated. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think that people respect her as much as you respect her. I just don't. I don't think, think so. And then I, don't, I, don't even think, I don't even think you do right now. I think you're absolutely wrong. You're absolutely wrong about that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she does an awesome job in this show, and I think she should be on an Emmy track for it. Um, uh, uh, her her co-star is Russell Hornsby, um, and uh, the cast is is uh, those are only two people that I really recognize. You know, her the, the two black leads. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a really good show. It is tense and. It's kind of something we've seen before, but it's got kind of a little bit of different twist on it. So, but uh, it's interesting. I'm I'm really interested to see where it goes for the next season because it, you know, it's called Seven Seconds, and I don't know. I'm just kind of curious, like, what are they going to do next season? But uh, seven point five. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay, Marcel, Marcel, uh, season two, re- um, released. February twenty third. I still haven't even. I've even I know this, this is. Yeah, this is the the longtime mayor of uh, of Marcel is preparing to hand over the reins to his protege when a sudden and ruthless battle erupts for control of the city. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what it is either, but I've seen it on Netflix for a while because, like I said, this is on the the second season is out, and I've never even checked it out. So I don't know. the The description is not super intriguing, but I, maybe if they have a trailer for it, I'll check that out. Marvel's Jessica Jones season oh, two yeah. came out uh, March eight. Hell I'm, yeah, I'm four episodes in. I saw. Are you? I'm only yeah. one episode in. Oh hell yeah, and that's I, one of the reasons I'm tired today. Even <laughs> last night when I got in, I'm like, I can probably get one in. I know I'm gonna lose an hour, but it's gonna be. It's like so. It's like this is like two hours in one. This better be a good episode. This she she's one of my to me her. Uh, okay, th- let me just start. With, to be honest, I'm a little bit disappointed with the whole Marvel Netflix. Uh, world and shows anyway. I like, don't like Iron Fist, but I like the other ones. I'm I'm a little bit, I'm feel a little bit like a little bit let down by them. I'm not that, you know, uh, they're worth watching. I do like them, but I don't love them. Uh, I was hoping to love them. I just like them. And 
most people, Jessica Jones is towards the bottom of their list of, of those. Really? I think yeah. this is the best one. There, there's just, so you guys who don't know, there's Jessica Jones, there's, there's Daredevil, there's Iron Fist, there's Defenders, and there's Luke Cage. So there's five different series with the, a lot of the same uh, characters that do cross over into the other ones, whatever, and they're all in the same world. They all take place in New York and whatever, Hell's and they Kitchen. team up. Yeah, yeah different, different, yeah, different, pl- different neighborhoods of New York. And uh, most people, uh, Jessica Jones is towards the bottom of the list. It, for me, it's towards the top. It's one of, I think, the, if not, I, I think it might be my favorite, actually. I think Jessica Jones and then Luke Cage might be my, my two favorite uh, of the series. I, I'd have to agree with that. I'd have yeah. to agree with that. And uh, I, I, I really like her character a lot. Uh, I, I think this season is in particular start, is, is, is being set up to be a really great season because we're learning more about her past. And one of the things I liked about her last season is that she had like the best villain oh yeah of all of she, she had like the best <laughs> villain all the other ones they had like these crime syndicates and stuff right. or whatever they were going up against but she had this dude that had some powers. kick-ass powers and he was dangerous yeah. and scary so yeah she had the dopest villain so that right there gave her like a really you know a really uh a big nudge to me i think the other thing about it is uh and, th- and it, this comes up in this season too that she is this woman in the typical male position and, and people are scared of her and she's walking that balance. Like she just want to be left alone. Right. But she keeps getting pulled into the mess. I loved Jessica Jones. So next up we got collateral season one came out March 9th. I have not seen this yet, but I am looking forward to checking it out. I haven't seen it. Description says investigating the murder of a police delivery man, a London detective uncovers a tangled, conspiracy involving drug dealers smugglers and spies that sounds pretty damn good so i'm looking forward to trying that out uh love season three march 9th uh we talked about this a little bit before the show started i i watched this show uh pip you said you started the first season and i saw then all season on one all and season. i just i don't like the lead characters right i just don't enjoy them i don't care about what happens to them which we totally agreed on i, I don't think that the lead characters are are very uh, likable either and um, but for some reason the show works for me I like the show I'm on the third season and I have as a little bonus those of you who remember the prior incarnation of the Shiznit show with my buddy Damon the Weasel Stanifer, uh he was on he was on love uh, season two on the penultimate episode I'm so I have that. Huh, what'd you say so I'm not mad about that yeah so uh, I have a little little uh, little monologue here with uh, with his scene for you guys. So check this out. Here you go, Wheezy. So there I am, once again, driving my mother home because she's too wasted. And um, I'm just about to tell her how fucking sick of this I am. Then I, then I stop and, and remind myself the don'ts. Don't nag, scold, or complain. Don't push anyone but yourself. Don't, uh, don't keep checking up on the alcoholic. Don't be overprotective. And when I got to the end of that list, I was able to let go of the anger and just love my mom. I guess so. Yeah, that, that was, was good. It. Good, that Weasel. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's Weasel doing some drama. Give it up for the Weasel. Which I happen to be a big fan of his, of his drama. I, like, I think I like his drama better than his comedy, to be honest. Good job, Damon. So, uh, yeah, shout out to, uh, to, to Weasel. Keep working. <laughs> we'll, we'll plug everything you got. That's right. Okay. So, uh, again, that's Love on Netflix. Season three. Season three. 
on my block, season one, this is another show I'm not familiar with at all. See, this comedy series follows a diverse group of teenage friends as they confront the challenges of growing up in gritty inner city Los Angeles. I feel like that's a really generic description. It sounds Super like generic. 500 shows that's been produced already. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I feel like I want to check, check it check out it. just yeah. because it's, you know, inner city of Los Angeles. Right. Like they might be black. It's next week, so and, we'll uh, find out what's up. Yeah, exactly. Alexa and Katie, season one, March 23rd. Haven't heard of this. Me either. A funny and heartwarming show about two best friends eagerly anticipating the start of their freshman year of high school. That kind of sounds funny already, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, Santa Cla- Cla- the Santa Clarita Diet, season two, March 23rd. That's all right. I like it. I, um, I, I didn't dislike it. or like I, it was, it was, I'm in the middle on that one. Right. I watch it, and I like it. And this is one of those shows that, remember I was just saying, like I, there's some shows I watch that don't really make me laugh, but I like them anyway. Mm-hmm. This show doesn't really make me laugh. It, it is a comedy. It's, it's a comedy. It's humorous. It's, it's also like a comedy horror, which I'm not a fan of mixing comedy and horror. I usually like my comedy and my horror separate. I don't usually like them combined. But every now and then there's a show that does it where I still like the show. This, uh, the other, uh, Ash, The Grateful Dead or whatever. Um, I think it's um, mm-hmm. a Cinemax or, or, or um, Stars uh, show. And uh, this this is one of them. And like, it's not particularly funny, but I don't know. If I, like, I like Timothy Olenfant and I like Drew Barrymore. So you got two strong leads there. I like the kids. And I do. I like the cast. I like the cast. Mm-hmm. So that might be why. And I, it's entertaining. Like I like the neighbor kid. It, I like the daughter. Yeah, it's entertaining and it's it's amusing. And uh, I like it. It's, it's uh, like I said, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I watched season one and I'll watch season two. You know, it, it'd be, you know, at the bottom of my to watch list, but I still want to watch it. So there you go. A series of unfortunate events. I can't couldn't, wait. Couldn't get into it. I loved it. Really? I, I love. I didn't like it, it at all. I couldn't even get through the, the first episode. It was totally not what I thought. Oh, I loved so. it. It's not what I thought either, and, and I thought in, in a good way. Right. So I yeah that was that's that's my cup of tea. Dark, weird mm. storyline. Yeah. See, I don't do weird good. I, I just discovered <laughs> that about myself. I don't like <laughs> like I I can do weird, but it has to be like going somewhere or be believable or or fathomable like no this well, is if i feel fairy like tale books if i feel dish. like things are being like atlanta i don't like atlanta because to, atlanta. to me i feel like he's trying going out of his way to be quirky or weird and and there's things going on that doesn't make sense to me and i, I don't buy it and I, I don't like weird for the sake of being weird See, I, like, I think that's like a mix between like reality and cartoon. Yes. And if you can do it and get away with it, I like it. And I, that's what Atlanta is. Like the first episode of Atlanta, Florida, man, I thought was great. And it took me a second to get into it. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be as good. It don't seem as good as the first. Then I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. And Cat Williams was on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I could not get into it. I wanted to like it, uh, but nope. Okay, Luke Cage is coming out season two, June 22nd. I always like me some black superheroes. Dogs of Berlin, another Berlin show. What's up with that? Because America's like Berlin was pre-war now, with as fascism rises, I think that that is like influencing people. It is. It's very similar. Like hmm. pre-war Berlin was, you know, drag queens and free society and free thinkers, and then the economy turned, and then everybody hated the Jews, and we had Hitler. <laughs> okay, so this one's a political, uh, a, poli- a, po- a politically sensitive murder forces to. Desperate detectives into a battle with the Berlin underworld. Mm. 
and the and the confrontation with their own corruption. That's interesting. I might check that one out. Politically sensitive murder. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I can do politically sensitive murder. I just don't. I don't care for political dramas though. Like I'm not into uh, the one that cares Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah. That got canceled. House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. yeah the West Wing. Yeah. That kind of stuff. No, I don't like that kind me of either. stuff. Okay. Uh, ne- uh, let's see. Insatiable. Uh, I always think of the Prince song. <laughs> That's what I do too. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest songs of all time. If you guys don't know about that song, Google you need that. To Google that bitch. <laughs> Google that bitch. That song. Yeah. If you guys still, if you, uh, let's see. I guess you don't make. Uh, the slow jam CDs anymore. They're like playlists. Oh, that's a good one. You need to put that on your play. That was at the top of my. Pl- I had like three song, three Prince songs on my slow jam CD. <laughs> that's a good one. But yeah, insatiable. Oh I my god. I think of that as the head song. That's 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 an incredible song. Okay, uh, insatiable. The description is in this darkly comedic series, a disgraced civil lawyer turned beauty pageant coach <laughs> <laughs> takes on a vengeful bully teenager as his client. <laughs> Okay. I, you know what? It made me laugh. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like something you'd be into. Now, this one, this next one is like something I'm looking forward to. Lost in Space reboot. Did you see the robot? I have not seen the robot. Okay. Now, the, I am looking, that. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. The original Lost in Space was before my time. I remember seeing a couple of episodes here and there as a kid. Um, not many. The only I was talking to my nephew about this the other day. The only things I remember about are two things: the ro- the robot saying "Danger, Will Robinson," mm-hmm. and I remember the old guy being a, a big yes, <laughs> the, yes, being a big ass coward, coward and a fl- flaming a, coward, a flaming coward. So so much of a coward that he would risk everyone else's lives to save his oh, own no, ass. Oh no! Don't take me! Oh yeah. oh! He sell you out at the drop of a hat. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really remember anything about the series, and I didn't watch the the uh, the little movies that they had. Terrible. Two years back, I I remember I, we my cousins and I used to watch Lost in Space after school. Okay. We'd be on a reruns. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm okay. looking forward to seeing this. All right, I did I did see a picture of the robot. The robot looks good. So for those of you who don't know what Lost in Space is, it's about uh, stranded stranded light years from their destination. The Robinson family must come together to survive. A new drama series based on the 1960s sci-fi classic. So, yeah, they're literally lost in space, kind of like uh, Star Trek Voyager. (laughs) Edna, season one, 2018. Haven't heard of this either. Uh, Description, revenge, passion, and dark secrets push a successful fashion designer and single mother to her limits when she meets a handsome young immigrant. This sounds like it might be up my wife's alley. Really? It's because I fell asleep while you was reading that description. Fashion designer. I just she, all of this sounds awful. Mother. Yeah, this, yeah handsome <laughs> young immigrant. That sounds like it might be right up her alley, especially if the dude is French. Maybe it's a chick show. <laughs> That's not for me. Raising Dion. I'm interested in this. Uh, that comes out uh, sometime in 2018. A single mom must hide her young son's superpowers to pr- to protect him from exploitation while investigating their origins and her husband's death. And his name is Dion, so you know he's black. That's I was just thinking <laughs> that. I'm like, ooh, another black superhero, right? <laughs> and this was a little boy. So this, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm I'm ready for de- raising Dion. I'm I'm excited for that one. Uh, I knew a Dion growing up, but black, obviously. Now he's growing up. He's a hairdresser. He got superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> he can make some naps into something fabulous. Well, I knew some Dion girls and Dion boys, but they were all black. <laughs> <laughs> the Mechanism, season one. Uh, this fictional drama series is loosely inspired by an investigation 
of alleged corruption in private and state oil and construction companies in Brazil. It sounds like a snoozer. Mm-hmm. Even the name doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> the mechanism. What the? F- are yeah. you kidding me? Like, <laughs> should have named it the Thingamabob. <laughs> the Umbrella Academy. What's that? A dysfunctional family of superheroes comes together to solve the mystery of their father's death, the threat of the apocalypse, and more. Sounds like a, a, a comedy. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it might even Super- be animated. Hmm. I guess they would say it if it was animated, though, probably. Yeah, probably. That's interesting. I, yeah. I, I, I'll check that out. I'll definitely on. check that out. Superhero stuff. You know me. Samantha, season one, 2018 at some point. A child star in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Samantha clings to the fringes of celebrity with hilarious harebrained schemes to launch herself back into the spotlight. This reminded me. I, I Sounds like the comeback. It, to me, it, it, it reminds me of a, of a, like a modern day... Uh, like I love Lucy, kind of. Okay, I was like, it sounds like the comeback or like Bo- BoJack Horseman. So, um, so, like we already had this show. Yeah, Just I don't saying. know. I neither. I didn't watch either one of those, so I'm interested in this one. The comeback is one of my favorite HBO show comedies really? they ever di- they ever did. The Good Cop. It doesn't sound terribly. Uh, uh, unique or anything or appealing but i'm going to check it out just because it's starring tony danza and he must be tony senior so uh (laughs) netflix description honest cop tony jr gets advice from his unscrupulous father retired nypd officer tony senior in everything from handling criminals to handling women i hope it's a comedy so i I think it is i think it's a comedy so i'm yeah so tony danza in the comedy yeah i'm looking forward to checking that out the ballad the Ballad of Buster Scruggins. Scruggs. Um, Scruggs. Oh, yeah, my bad. Ballad of Buster Scruggs miniseries, 2018. Oh, this is from the filmmaker uh, brother duo Joel and Ethan Cohen. I like them. I like them, too. I and won't watch this, I've, I haven't heard of this, but just on the strength of it being Joel and Ethan Cohen, being a Cohen Brothers production, I'm going to watch it at least one or two episodes. Just. Uh, just on the strength we'll for see. me, they it's only six parts. They yeah, they they earned that from me. So so uh, saddle up for six tales about the American frontier. Oh, I like American frontier type stuff too. From the unique yeah. minds of Joel and Ethan Cohen, who wrote and directed this anthology. Oh yeah, I'm yeah I'm excited yeah. for this. The American frontier part is the part that I'm like, no thanks, right. it's all good. I'm okay with that. I just pretend like black people were not slaves. I like I like the parts. <laughs> I like parts where people are living in, in houses. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part where they get in the automobiles. Uh, I like. I mean, we have that. <laughs> we have that. That's why I like this because it's like this different. Uh, it is different. Yeah, it's different. It's the way shit used to be. And like sometimes I, I imagine like God like hack it. You know what I mean? Life back yeah, then, I what it would want, be like. No thanks. <laughs> I, I, I don't no. really want it, but I'm just I'm still curious. I'm all I'm still can't get over people go camping on purpose. And then I also feel like uh, okay, <laughs> you why, sleep on the ground on purpose. Why would he <laughs> <laughs> rather go glamping? You're a glamping uh, type dude. I grew up poor. Yeah. When, 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 when I was really little and I'd go to grandma's house because there wasn't enough beds because my, my mom was 16 when she had me, so there was still uncles and stuff that was growing up in the house, uh-huh. so there wasn't enough beds, so we had to sleep on pallets on the floor. Uh, yeah, I, like, I, why would you sleep on the floor on purpose? You sleep on the floor because you ain't got enough beds. This is, a, this is how I am. I guess I have a little bit of adventure in me, uh, or at least I like to think so. You know that trip that those people were taking to Mars in a couple years, mm-hmm. and the one-way trip? Now... If Mars was more like Earth, like in the frontier days, mm-hmm. and I was not married, I would consider going. 
Uh, I would, pro- I would, I would, pro- I, I think in those early days, I probably would have been an explorer. I, I definitely, I, one of the things I'm proud of is that I left my hometown. I went off on my own yeah. and did my, and blazed my own path. Yeah. I, I don't have any issues with having it tough. I just wouldn't choose. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's exciting to have a chance to be a part of starting over because we're, it, it's, it would be like the Wild West days, but with the knowledge that you have now, so we could do things over better okay this time around we wouldn't have to you know hold women back and hold women down we wouldn't have to enslave black people we wouldn't have to you know discriminate against the chinese railroad you know what i mean like we could do shit differently this time and and see what it how you know how how it come out my great but the, great the, aunt Lala. The the conditions on mars is just too ridiculous ain't no way i'm would sign up for that under nothing my great Aunt Lala, she lived to be 105, and she left Kentucky. She was my great grandmother's sister. She left Kentucky. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I always heard that she was a lesbian. I don't know if that's true or not. But mm. she left to work as a cook on the railroad, and she had more adventures than anybody in our family. Wow! And she lived to be 105. So, bam. So, I, I think that's in my blood to do to be like that. I just the idea, but when the the stories of the of the the trailblazers going across the, the you know the west stuff like that that doesn't appeal to me for whatever reason yeah well we're always talking about netflix because basically it's the king of streaming right now mm-hmm. but we also talk about hulu sometimes and we talk about uh, amazon sometimes because i watch all of those or programs from all of those uh networks but you know what we never talk about what's that we never talk about youtube red youtube red I know one person that has a YouTube red. I keep wanting to call it red tube. That's something very different. Very, very different. Red tube is not the same as YouTube red. Google that. (laughs) Not at work. Not at work. Not at work. No, no, (laughs) don't Google it at work. No. (laughs) Um, But YouTube red, I've been checking into them lately, and like I'm like, hold on, this 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 network has fallen through the cracks. You know, with me, they don't they don't you don't hear a lot about them. But they they have quite a bit of content. Now, mm-hmm. not all of their content is original. They do have quite a bit of original content, a lot of different categories. But they also have a lot of classic television and stuff mm-hmm. that's that's been around forever and stuff that's like you know that's old old school stuff um, that you can watch on there. And what I like about YouTube Red is how flexible their payments are. Like they're they're they have um, the options. I like the options. Okay, you can. You can be a subscriber to like a monthly on a monthly basis. And then I think that that entitles you to everything. I don't know the prices of anything. Then they have you could like pay for a whole series Mm -hmm. or you can pay for an individual episode. Right. I like that. Yeah. I like that That a lot. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, it does. I like this a la carte TV to age. Yeah. So um, we got a couple of shows that I'm going to talk about from YouTube Red. The first up is called Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. Does that sound familiar? That sounds very familiar. The reason why that sounds familiar is because the classic uh, coming-of-age tale of young Daniel LaRusso. Wax on, wax off. That's right. <laughs> played by Ralph Macchio. Uh, that tale, the, the arch nemesis, was the dojo Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. The guy's name was Johnny, <laughs> and he was a student there at Cobra Kai. Well, they are doing a YouTube Red series based on that it's going to be a half hour and i think there's like you know eight to ten episodes a season or whatever and here we go we got a little clip for you a little trailer of cobra kai i just don't know why you'd ever want to bring back cobra kai 
You're not trained to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. You may know the moves, but none of that matters unless you have balance. Are you ready to learn the way of the fist? Yes, Sensei! Johnny, you and I, this, we aren't done. And it stars the actual Ralph Macchio, and I do not know the actor's name who played Johnny. I don't know that guy's name Sorry. either. He was the go-to uh, white dude in the eighties too. Like, <laughs> like if you needed a douchey white dude, he was the go-to guy. He's blonde. Yeah, he you was. Know, you tie a sweater back around his around his neck like a preppy. Like, uh, <laughs> like um, what's his name? Um, like James, James Spader. Spader. Yeah. Yep, James Spader. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was the. James Spader alternative. So, and then here's a uh, here's a movie that uh, is is out on YouTube Red called Thinning, and uh, and it looks good that I'm going to be checking out pretty soon. Guys, is a Pentagon hat. Five. What causes disease? Bacteria. How many letters are in the alphabet? Twenty six. Take your time. Focus on the equation. You're going to do great. I love you. I love you so much. What if only the smartest boys and girls got to live here? We are the number one most educated population in 196 countries. You'll have two hours to complete the test. All grades are final. Here are the results. No, 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 no. no. Okay, let's no, go. No, no, no. Lena Michaels. What? Ellie Harper. Was that Stacy Dash? Mm -hmm. It sure was Stacy Dash. We have to do something, Dad. I'm sorry, son. My hands are tied. If my dad wants to stand by this system, he's going to have to stand by a system that put his own son to death. Get the hell out of here. System is down. Commence containment mode. There is a story developing at Vista Point High School. Something's not right. There's no way I failed that test. Oh my God, Lena. Kellen, can you help me? You need to see this. We're going live right now. We need to find where they keep the test. Take her to the thinning. There are those that say the thinning is barbaric. Is it barbaric to be the best? If you don't support our great society, then you are a parasite. We're in this together. Do you know what we do with parasites? We wash them out! Are we approved to commence the thinning? You are approved. Now, another good thing about YouTube Red is that the first episode of all their series, they let you watch for free. So okay. you can watch it and you can determine. Now, you know, for a movie, you can't do that, obviously, because you, all you get is a trailer. But for the series, yeah, you get to go ahead and watch the first episode. I watched the first episode of a series called uh, Lifeline. It's a futuristic thing or whatever. And, yeah, I like it. So I'm going to go ahead and watch the, the rest of it. I, can, I can't say I've seen any YouTube Red shows yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, YouTube Red. They got some, got some good stuff. Got some good stuff on here. But, uh <clears throat> 
they are they got so many outlets, so many opportunities. Now is now is a great time to be an actor. I feel like. Well, you would think with all this work out there, I would we have a lot more to do. Yeah, because <laughs> there is there is there is stuff everywhere. Actually, do you have an agent or a manager? I do have an agent, and my agent actually is, is, is she's pretty good. But it, uh, now now is the time. It, there's so much going on. There's so much original content. There's if so many different. If she's not getting outlets. you to go out on auditions, at least, dude, I think you might want to consider getting somebody else because well, just Netflix alone, they talked about they're putting out over seven hundred and something different unique show this year just well, this year i'm changing i'm changing looks i guess you can say from like since we've known each other mm-hmm. i have a different look like now i've moved into like like professor daddy kind mm-hmm. of young dad kind of stuff which okay it's fun i should be playing different roles i think but i look the way i look right and uh so i think i gotta get new headshots and start remarketing myself okay re- re- rebranding myself if you will yeah, you you got to get out there. Because this is now's it's, time. It's too, yeah, now is the time. Yeah, there's too much out there. You got, you know, and there's a lot. And the thing about it, a lot of it is good stuff. It is. A lot of it's good. Stuff. Like I watch time travel shows on. Like I watched this one on there, and I watched the one. I watched one on um, on uh, Netflix called. Uh, it's funny that wasn't that wasn't mentioned on Netflix, but uh, the, it's called Travelers, and they're so much better than the. There's a couple of time travel shows that were out last year on. The networks, mm-hmm. right? One of them's coming back. It got canceled, but people made a, a fuss, and it's coming back like pretty soon. I think it's called, I don't know, Time Something. But there were like two or three of them last year. And there's Facebook shows too. And yeah, and the ones on the the smaller outlets are just so much better than the networks. I know I always bashing the networks because they deserve it. They need to they need to wake the fuck up and stop doing. What they've been doing, because see the thing, the ones on the net, the, the net they want to make everything a formula. Right. Well, that's because people in suits are telling creative people what to do. Yes. And the smart companies are saying, like, look, you're the creative creative person. You figure you it out. It. You do it. Right. And we'll look at it. And we'll go like, oh, I like that. Let's yes. put it on the air. Or I don't get it, but you seem to be talking to an audience I don't know. So we'll we'll try it out. It's just it's just so that's much. That's how innovations. It's made. so much better. It's just so much better. Like you know, I'm watching Travelers, whatever. I'm into I like the middle towards the middle, maybe towards the end of the second season, and every show is is different. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I'm watching the other one on network, and it's like every single one is the same thing. Well, here's what networks do. A network a network is the the lady that'll say I love. I love the latest Paris fashion designers. Mm-hmm. And they go to Paris and they find the best fashion designer in Paris and they pay them buttload of money, like the highest price they can, and say, design me something. Mm-hmm. And then they design it and they go like, well, you know, in the past, I've worn it with the sleeves out. And so they like, could you cut the sleeves off? Oh, right. but the sleeves are a big part of it. They just cut the sleeves off because right. sleeve, I, I just find that, I, that pe- uh, people always admire me when I don't have sleeves on my dress. Right. So then they do that. So they cut the sleeves off for them. Like, oh, well, why don't you cut out the middle? Because every, I, you know, everyone always talk, compliments me on my midriff. Like, so and all of a sudden they take this great designer and they just cut, out, cut their stuff up into something that it wasn't. Like, well, you could have made this junky piece of show that you already had. You already had it. Right. What do you need to spend all this money on this fashion designer for? You're not going to let him do his work. But these other companies are saying, hey, come on. You got good ideas. Come on in. Yeah. We'll give you the money to do it. And they do this in other aspects of life, too. This is like in my, my work. I see this all the time. I work for government. And almost every job I've had, they, you know, in an interview, went, oh, we need a manager like you. We need somebody like you. We need somebody coming here with, da, 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 with these ideas and the, this way of doing things or whatever. It's just exactly what we need. And guess what? Every single time without fail, I get in there. I start doing me. Mm-hmm. 
and they stop me from doing me. <laughs> and little by little, they chip away and chip away mm-hmm. all of me until I'm exactly like them. like them and doing the same thing that they've been doing yeah. all this time and nothing changes and everything stays exactly the same. Yeah. Happens every single time. Yeah, but the new the new way is the well they're starting to see that they the networks aren't needed again and these other smarter like it, it's amazing Hollywood is actually literally the city of Hollywood is being revitalized again because now Netflix is in Hollywood and and all these other uh, media companies are moving back into Hollywood that had been in New York or out in the Valley whatever because now they're they're, they're turning it out even Oprah's in Hollywood. Wow, is she? Oh, there's a own over uh, by you. Do you know where the Target is on La Brea in Santa Monica? No. Okay, so the, anyway, La Brea in Santa Monica. Okay, you know where Eddie Murphy picked up that transvestite prostitute? <laughs> I don't know. Where it's that over is. there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where own is <laughs> okay i got you all right well we had a a very uh you know if you like tv and film hopefully you like this episode it was very tv and film uh, dude, heavy this is so. this is the day i've been waiting for i'm like oh my gosh i could talk about the tv all day me too well you know you know i always say this this is the whole reason i got into podcasting to begin with was to talk about tv which is what i really wanted to do in the first place tv and film and what i went to school for and all that and uh, but yeah, so it was great for me too. I hope the listeners liked it. I hope so too. So, Sorry, we hope we didn't bore you. But like, if you don't ha- if you don't have Netflix, it might not have been as as great for you. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, Netflix is the jam right now. It like, really you is. You really can't if you have. I I I, I probably watch. 70% of my TV is Netflix. Yeah, maybe you were talking. About, it's so funny. I don't have YouTube Red because I do watch YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not watching Netflix, I'm pretty much watching YouTube. And then I have my other apps. I don't have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. I use my other app, my VH1 app and my NBC app and stuff like that to watch right. all the other shows. But I only like watch one or two shows on other networks. Yeah. But I watch tons of shows on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Next is, yeah. They, all these all these outlets got so much stuff. If you're still one of these people who main, most of your TV comes from the networks, you are missing out. Oh my God, are you? You are out? missing out. You yeah. are missing. You are so. You need to just stop it. You just depriving yourself of good television because you really are. Oh my you God, you eating TV dinners when it's when it's like steaks made by chefs. Out yes, because everything is better than networks. You got the the pay channels. You know, you got you know you got the, the streaming networks. Then you got the the AMC's and all that. All that stuff is better than network television. So if you guys are missing out, stop it. Stop it. Get on board. But uh, that's that's about it. We got to wrap it up. No right. no other segments or anything. That's our time. This is the show. And I uh, hope you guys like it. We will be back. You're not here next week, right? I am not here next week. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, hopefully Dejan will be back. Well, I hope but, so. Uh, yeah. So She's been out for a minute. A minute. But, you know, we ain't talking about that right now. All right. So for uh, Dejan Monique. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Good strong <laughs> dick <laughs> for Pip Lily. Oh yeah, I'm Dino Red saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.